Welcome to episode 67 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today I want to talk to you a little bit about why I feel like this is a time that is made for voice and why I think it's important for educators to be given a voice device that works specifically for education. Um, at the end of April, VoiceBot AI released their Smart Speaker Consumer Adoption Report. And according to VoiceBot AI, 87.7 million adults in the United States now have voice speakers. And that is a 34.4% adoption rate across our nation, which means a third of the people across the nation have this device. That increased 32% in just a year. We are seeing the immersion of voice devices growing um, astronomically year after year. And so once again, I say that's why we need a specific device supporting education. And so I wanted to share with you the things that I think that this device would need. Um, I feel like the device needs agnostic capabilities, meaning that if I want to play something on a Samsung Bixby capsule, a Google Assistant, or a Alexa, or whatever else is out there or coming, that um, families would have the ability to play any program that I share with them on any type of device so that... Um, there's no certain device that needs to be bought at home in order to be able to use these type of things. Um, I also believe that there needs to be a true classroom device. A device, when I see it, when I look at it, I know exactly that it was made for voice um, in the classroom. And that way, I know that certain safeguards are going to be in place. For instance, those safeguards need to include no marketing within a skill, a capsule, and action itself towards students. If a school system wants to add an upgrade, that should be marketed towards the school itself and not inside the skill. I think um, when you do that, you are undermining the importance of digital citizenship at a vulnerable age where they don't quite understand that they are being marketed um, and directed at this point in time. Those are things that we teach in education, but it's not there yet at, at 13 and under especially. I think that a uh, education device needs to have an ease of creation of the programs that it will use, much like the blueprints with the Alexa, something that a teacher doesn't have to have the skill of being a coder in order to create things specifically that personalizes for their classroom. I think that an education device needs to have the student privacy questions answered. In other words, there shouldn't be any question about, is it safe for me to use this? They should know upfront, yes, this is safe. And that most of the things that is being recorded, uh, most of the things being recorded are things that um, are stored locally on that device and can be carefully taken care of, erased, deleted, as needed or wanted, or immediately, depending on how it's set up. 
Um, I would love for it to be a network device when I think about the Amazon for Business, much like that, where uh, we could put them across the school system. It could serve as an intercom. It could be easily supported by an IT department. Skills could be pushed. Actions could be pushed. Um, capsules could be pushed. Whatever you want to call the, the, the programs could be pushed from the school system itself, but also teachers would have the capability to add things that they feel would be helpful for them. And how do they find them? That's a really big thing. I think that there needs to be a way that teachers can look at containers of skills based on age, based on grade level, based on standards, based on subject matter, where it makes it easy for them to drill down to find the the program that they feel would truly help their students. So that easily findable and accessible skill is a big reason why we're not seeing them in the classroom because it's hard for teachers to spend their time looking for skills. Um, and with that, it reminds me of one of the problems with free time is that it, there are extra steps. Not only do I have to um, enable the skill itself in the Alexa app, I then have to go and enable that skill in free time. And I'm limited by, it has to be kid-friendly skills. And if a programmer didn't label it kid-friendly, then I can't put it on a device at this point that's been labeled as kid-friendly. Those extra steps need to go away in a uh, device that's labeled education and just be know that everything that is enabled can work on that skill. Um, and because I'm going through a platform that says this are these are skills for education, I don't have to look to see or guess is it going to be available or not be available. Um, I need for these skills to have the ability to record student attempts and be able to use the, that data in the gradebook, that that's shared with the teacher, um, not just with a, with a family, but I can share that information when a student um, takes a test or a quiz attempt. It recognizes, yes, that is the student who took it because I can have it learn that student's voice. That saves some safeguards in both plagiarism and cheating. And then be able to use those directly in the gradebook because it's okay for me to record and keep that data. Um, I want students to be able to um, have these skills um, shared with them at home. So if a teacher creates a skill that could benefit in learning and studying for an exam, access to those programs, regardless of the device they have, and that teachers can e easily share that information with families so that it becomes, we take advantage of where we are in the world right now, right now, in terms of us being in a place where families are a part of the learning, let's continue to grow that and families can see the benefit of teachers sharing with them at home. Um, and lastly, I think anytime I'm looking for ed tech, I want to find something that meets the four C's of tech integration, curation, connection, consumption, and creation. I want students to be able to do all four of those things with all technology that I put before them. I want them to be able to know um, how to curate good information, and it's not just the first thing that comes up. How do they learn how to curate using voice um, to, to 
look at stuff through a C, uh, through much like a, um, a funnel so that they know that they have drilled down to what's considered good information based on the way they've learned how to discern using technology. I want them to be able to connect with others using technology in a way that benefits their learning. I want them their consumption to not just be mindless consumption, but consumption that leads to learning. And lastly, I want them to learn how to create with these devices, not just um, get from those devices. So creating opportunities so students can learn how to create their own uh, programs to learn and to um, help others learn with. So these are the things that I think that are needed in education in terms of voice. Um, but I also believe that now is the time to make that happen. We've never been in a situation where um, voices needed more than ever the ability to meet the needs of families and learning and teachers and learning. We're all in this together. This is the time for voice to speak up and step out and create opportunities where there are none at this point. And this is Julie Daniel Davis signing off.